0: hump day this is shelly your mouthy mama talking trash and truth and you've reached us at coffee and chaos with t3 that's me it is january 3rd and i am back after a week and a half long uh, hiatus i did not plan to take a hiatus but as you can hear i'm still sick my i don't know if there's any new people that are going to listen to this, but I have a very fraught um relationship with my mother, like you do. And well, she's not exactly very big on the parenting or, you know, being involved. And she surprised me by saying she was coming over Christmas Eve to have dinner. She was bringing dinner with her husband, and she did, and it was nice and a little stressful. And she came over. And she brought a big Z D and she brought some cookies. And apparently her gift to me was COVID. So I have the koof. And so do my two kids. And so does my mother. And so does her husband. So we're all sick together. She's in her house. I'm in mine though, thank God. Because I couldn't take it if she was here. Uh, but yeah, no. I, I went the entire pandemic without getting COVID. And I got it on Christmas Eve from my mother. So thanks, Ma. Once again, really appreciate it. For anybody out there who's had it, I I feel for you. I do because it sucks. It kicked my butt so hard, I couldn't even lift my head for like two days. And I'm not one of those who just lays in bed when they're sick. Like when I get a cold or whatever, I'm up, I'm going to work, I'm doing whatever. I mean not lately, obviously, but you know, for the you know, forty-nine years before all this happened. But this, yeah, no, it kicked my butt. So thanks, Ma, once again for giving me COVID. Um, I don't know how long this stream is going to be. I don't know how long I can talk. If you ask Winnie, I could talk indefinitely. But, um, yeah, so here we are. Happy New Year to everybody. I hope you all enjoyed the festivities over the holiday week. Um, Christmas was not the usual Christmas. Um, besides getting sick it was just a really hard time for me this year you know i didn't have the mobility or the energy to decorate the house and christmas is one of my favorite holidays i have two favorite holidays halloween and christmas that's it the others can go scratch i really don't care but those three i mean those two see i can't even count Those are my favorite and to not decorate for Christmas really was upsetting for me. I also didn't have um, the funds to really do more than one semi-large present for each kid. And then that was about it because I haven't gotten out. I haven't been able to do much of anything. And I still have all my packages sitting across the street of stuff that people sent me because my son is sick. So none of us can go pick it up and they won't deliver it. So there's that. Cool Gamer, good day, hello to you. Uh, I don't assume that, well no, I am assuming a lot of people are not going to show up to this stream since it's my first one back and I didn't really promote it because I wasn't entirely sure I was going to get to do it. I'm also, for the first time, I am live on Rumble, so I'm a little nervous about that. I mean, I could see that it's running and I, you know, whatever. I just don't know what's going to happen in the chat because I don't, I can't keep running back and forth between them. I'm going to need a bigger monitor and I just don't have the funds for it. Um, the last year, like Christmas, Christmas was really, it was sad for me this year. And I mean, I don't, I don't know how to say it. I don't like to be down. Um, around the holidays for my kids. No matter how hard we have it, I like to keep it upbeat and, you know, make it festive and just enjoy one another. And getting sick and all that, I really I just didn't have it in me. I just didn't. I barely spoke to anybody. Uh, I wished a couple people Merry Christmas and that was it. And even poor Winning, like, he was like, you're not talking No, I don't feel like it. Like, he was he was worried because i was so down 357 hey honey he said shelly girl my jersey girl um well, you jersey girl all right uh no matter what no matter where i move to <laughs> i'm always just going to be pure jersey pure jersey uh i did get some news on christmas eve from my mother you were a grumpy Grinch, too. Um, I'm glad. I mean, I'm not glad that you were a grumpy Grinch, but I'm glad I wasn't alone. It's like, yeah, nice little feeling of solidarity. Um, My mother, when she was here, she was, oh, we were talking about things. And I finally, I, I said, you know, I can't wait to move. I was like, I really can't. Like, that's all I'm thinking about. And her husband was like, yeah, well, you know, now that the house is all, I was like, I'm sorry, what? Because they're trying to sell my aunts, um, brownstone my aunts that passed away. And we were going to use that money to relocate as a family. You know, we wanted to buy a plot of land, have, you know, one or two houses because I really don't want to live with my mother. Uh, I really, really don't. I I have plans for my future and they don't involve mom. Uh, He was like, Yeah, we sold the house. I was like, When? He was like, It's been sold. This is news to me because she didn't tell me. I had to go look on the realty website that they put it on. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah, they sold it. They sold it for top dollar, too. And I'm like, all right, so what are we moving? Because I was ready to start packing right that night. Like I was good to go because most of my packing is going to involve garbage bags and throwing everything out. I don't care. I'll buy new. I'll live on, I'll like sleep on the floor if I have to. I don't want to have to move a whole bunch of furniture that I don't like. Anyway, so I was I was really taken aback because they sold it in November. And I've asked her a dozen times since then, you know, when yeah, you know, how are we looking on the house, you know how are we looking at funds, da, da, da nothing. No information whatsoever. And I think my mother's dragging her feet because for some reason in her head, if we move, like she's gonna die. Like She's like, I'm 81. Yeah, but you're 81 who acts like a 60-year-old. So, I don't want to hear that you're afraid. You know, you're always afraid. It never stopped you from doing things before to get what you wanted, but you'll do whatever you can to thwart what other people want, and that drives me insane. So, I had to recruit her husband and get him on board with my plan. Lady, awesome! Grand Risings and Happy New Year. Uh Yes, I got him on on board with my plan and he was like, oh, that's what I want. But he wants to move (laughs) to South Carolina. I don't. Um, I will if I have to. I kind of hope that I don't have to. I'm kind of hoping to tell my mother it's either Georgia or I'll move on my own. Like, because I don't I don't want to live in South Carolina. There's nothing against South Carolina, but the prices there are ridiculous. And it's like just i can't be bothered so i'm a little angry at my mother more than a little angry first she lied to me by omission which she knows to me is one of the lies i can't stand and then she gave me covid and it's like really thanks ma thanks like i thought, getting pens and garbage bags from my aunts for christmas was a bad gift but she definitely topped it with the koof um but, you know, like Christmas Day, it was just me and my kids. And, you know, we're just hanging out. And I got to talk to a couple of my friends. And I really, I just didn't, I didn't feel it this year. It just wasn't there. And it was so upsetting to me. So, like, I got sicker and sicker. And I lo- I literally have a whole lost day. You know, like, drunks have the lost weekend. No, I have the lost, like, week. I have lost days. I have lost hours. There are huge gaps in my memory. And I just, I can't deal. So I've been watching the news because there's nothing else for me to do since I had a hard time talking. Um, And it's just, everything has been driving me a little nutty. I was able to do the Christmas um, special, that Saturday Christmas special with winning. That was fun. Um, The link is in the description. And I was able to recover enough to do the New Year's Eve show with Winning Reality. And we had T-Rex, we had uh, Outpost Nerd, um, Shizzy dropped by. Um, there were quite a few people in chat. I know I'm forgetting people, and I'm I apologize. Max Mira came by, and we had a really good time. But there's so much of it I don't remember <laughs> because I w- I was on so many different cold beds i really i don't know how i got through that night uh, and then i was like i was wide awake for like the whole freaking night i was just like oh god but i sounded terrible but I, I had a really i had a really good time and we watched well we listened to um the widespread panic live show in atlanta um, it was the, the music was amazing the the guitar playing unparalleled like there nobody could touch him. And we just had a really good time. We just talked and we joked and you know we T-Rex and Nerd had a little dance off in their in clips. It was really cute. It was really cute. That description that link is also in the description. So I suggest you guys check that out. As far as the Christmas special went, I really want everybody to see at least the first hour of it or the first half hour, because Winning did a lot of work on that. And the clips that he put in are hilarious. I mean, there's, you got the cringe van, you got everything. So, I mean, everybody, he did something for like everybody. There's shizzy stuff. There's Jessica, there's um, Caitlin, there's expert, there's meme, there's Max, there's me. There's like, there's, uh, there's T-Rex and Outpost. He did so many different like christmas themed things and it's it's freaking amazing i was hysterical so i really suggest you just watch the first half hour of that at least and the new year's thing you know if you want some great music and a lot of laughs you know drop by that stream and check that out um you could always play me on double speed which makes me sound much funnier than i do in real life even though right now i sound horrible Three fifty-seven. Winning is good, people. Yes, he, and that's why he's my person. He's my person. If anybody knows Great Anatomy, Great Anatomy, Gray's Anatomy, I'm I'm so like three today. I can't. Um, if anybody knows Gray's Anatomy, you'll know the significance of me picking him as my person. Like he's my go-to. He's just never let me down, and it's. It's so funny because everybody tried to warn me off of him. Everybody tried to like make sure that you know they had that separation between us, like we would never become friends. And for some reason, we did. And he's the best person I know, and he's my best friend. I love him to death. Uh, Three fifty-seven chipmunk Shelley at two times speed. Oh, absolutely absolutely like i sound bad now but at two times speed it's like it's like advanced jersey uh, with a little brooklyn at two times speed it does sound a lot like i'm from brooklyn i hate to say it uh, a couple other revelations happened over christmas i got a text from christine you all know christine was um my best friend in college she's been my best friend since college uh She lives down in South Jersey, so I, like, never get to see her. But I've been, you know, I haven't been reaching out to my friends at all. Like, they'll reach out to me, and I'll just, like, I'll watch. I'll literally sit there and wait for the phone to stop ringing. And just be like, okay, I'm good. You know, because I just, I can't seem to connect with them right now. I love them. They mean so much to me, but I just, I don't have... I don't have anything good to tell them i really don't and i just don't have the energy to sit there and you know try to make small talk and try to act like i'm good all the time because they don't really know this version of me you know they don't get to see vulnerable me um occasionally in the times that they've known me they've seen that but for the most part i'm there for them you know it's i've I've tried to make them laugh. I've tried to help them with their problems. And because I know all their problems and I know what they go through on a daily basis, I don't share a lot of the things that I go through. You know, I say that for you guys. Uh, she sent me a text that said T3. Merry Christmas. I wish you to entrust trust people as much as you do um and i miss talking to you and i felt horrible number one i was shocked because i didn't realize that she followed the show because people always say oh yeah no i listen and they don't uh, but apparently she does and i really i didn't know that so i don't know if she had, listens on youtube i don't know if she does it on like the apple podcast or spotify because i'm all over the place There's so many different things. Like, there's old episodes that I did um, that are on, oh, what is it? They're on Spotify and they should be on the Apple Podcasts where just shit just went down. I mean, anything that I took off YouTube, I left everywhere else. I didn't care. I really didn't. Like, if I had a fight with somebody on stream, on YouTube, it came down because YouTube likes to spank you for stuff like that. And the other places, I just left them up. I didn't care. I'm pretty sure there's like Battle of the Sexes with Darth is on there somewhere. Um, I'm pretty sure anything that you that I've done other than the show that shall not be uh, named is on there. And the only reason I don't have those on there is because I didn't have access to those because I wasn't allowed. So even though that's, you know, my intellectual property. Because it's my thoughts and my speech. I just let them have it. I don't care. Like Whatever. Take it and shove it. Um, Being sick had me thinking of a lot of different things. And I realized that, yeah, my friends don't really. My friends, like in 3D world, don't really get to see this part of me that often. I'm usually listening or I'm cracking jokes or, you know. If I'm bitching about anything, I'm like, I'm very specific about what I'm bitching about. And they know all the history. So like I don't ever have to like explain myself or whatever. But they all have preconceived notions about the people that, you know, are in my life, like my mother. You know, if I say my mother to Christine, she's just like, oh God. Like, you know, or if I mention my ex-husband, she's Jesus Christ because she she's met my ex-husband you know she knows my mother she knew my grandmother you know she knows what kind of family i'm from she knows everything that i've gone through she was there for you know all the pregnancies and the marriage and like everything so she knows everything i don't have to think of stories all we really do is reminisce and we talk about how we wish it was and the thing is, like most of my friends, that's what we talk about. We talk about what's going on in their life and how I wish things were different or how they wish things were different. And it's a whole lot of wishing and no doing. And I am I think I'm avoiding that. I'm avoiding that whole, you know, Shell, what are you doing? What do you want? What are you, What are you going to do? Because when I make plans, I just tend to do them. I don't really talk about them a lot. Like every time I've moved or made a big change in my life, I just did it. I didn't worry about um, the consequences. I didn't think about it. I just went and did it. So I don't know. So there's, there's a bit of a disconnect where I've withdrawn from my 3D world. And part of it is I don't want anybody to knock on my door. I really don't. And I'm afraid that they're going to be like, oh, my God, you're that sick or you need this or you need that. And like my friend V, she's known for sending food here and whatever. I don't want her to do that. You know, and even if I say don't do that, she goes, yeah, okay, no, I won't do that. And then there's like four deliveries at my door. You know, my friend Manny, he reached out and he was like, you know, I miss you. I haven't talked to you. And I was like, I know. I was like, but I'm still here. You know, I'm here. That's the best I could tell you. And he was like, and I'm one of those people that's super happy that you are. He was like, because I don't want you going anywhere. And even though, like, I'm here, I'm not here for them. And I kind of, I felt bad about that. And so that, that sent me off on a whole, you know, depressive shtick. So being sick and depressed was not fun. Um, and it was the same for New Year's, but I tried to reach out a little more than I normally do, which is normal is zero. So, like, I reached out to a couple people and talked to them. And it's funny because we have those types of friendships where, yeah, I haven't talked to a lot of them in, like, a year, um, six months to a year. And it doesn't matter. We just jump right back in where we were. Nothing's changed. There's no animosity. There's no finger pointing of, you haven't called me. Like, I'll get one line of, oh, look who it is. I almost forgot what you sound like. You know, all right. Yeah, whatever. Like, I'll go ahead. I'll I'll take the hits. Let's go. But it's just like the one off and then they're off and running. And oh, my God, let me catch you up. And it's like, okay, It became so big of a chasm of time where I hadn't talked to them that I was almost afraid to do the catch up. Cause I was like, this is going to take forever. But luckily my friends have figured out to give me cliff notes. Uh, 357. Love you, silly girl. Keep the head up. and Keep being yourself. Gonna tackle the day. Love y'all. Have a wonderful day. 357. And thank you for that. I really do appreciate that. That's why I entitled today a risk worth taking because Everything I do feels like a risk. Um, Talking to people is risky because I could become emotional. I get attached to people. I could lose people. I could lose friendships. I could piss somebody off without even realizing it. And the holidays have been stressful for everybody. And there's been a lot of people who are normally in my life who I talk to like pretty much daily who I haven't. And I haven't heard from them. And I started to take it personally. Um, oh, lady, you're so nice. Lady Awesome said, yeah, have a great day. You know, basically to 357. Have a wonderful day. So go with God. Um, I'm sorry, my throat is kind of closing up a little bit on me. So it's, it's hard to talk this is taking like a lot more effort and brain power than I, I have to give, but we'll see where we go. I tried writing stuff down so that I didn't like squirrel that bad, but I don't think this is going to be a via <laughs> Um. Oh, uh, What's the. Dasvidania. Is that the Russian? Is that how you say goodbye in, in Russian? Um, man, seeing like my brain skips a beat. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Uh, it's just taking a lot more than than I thought. Like it's so much more than normal. And it's really hard to keep my brain straight, like to keep going. But we're gonna we're gonna do it. It's not gonna be a long stream today. This is just me, you know, dipping my toe back in the water so that you guys know I'm alive i've missed you i really have i have missed you guys so much um, i mean i always have my kids i have winning and everybody you know i have my t-rex and everything else and yeah good day honey happy hump day um, but it's i don't know it's just i miss you guys i miss talking to you I had a really good time New Year's Eve. Everybody was in chat and we were talking back and forth and joking around and it was just a good time. I was relaxed, I was happy. And it's one of the first New Years that I rang in um surrounded by people, even though they were virtual, surrounded by people I love. Usually New Year's Eve is a solo event. The kids don't want to be bothered anymore and you know, I'm not one that goes out, I don't go out and like go to bars or whatever. I never did. It was never my shtick. three fifty seven in you, okay, I'm out It's like oh, all right, geez uh, but no, that night was really it was amazing, and it kept me upbeat, and you know the 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 boys, my boys <laughs> always my boys, um they all kept me going, which was. Very difficult to do because January first um, was Daddy's birthday, and I realized he would have been seventy-one, and it just kind of floored me because he only lived till he was thirty-four. So it it really like it it stunned me. And the day before that, on New Year's Eve, was when I lost my grandmother. Um, so. That, that's a really hard two days for me and i had just come out of like this horrible depression where nothing nothing at all would make me happy and believe me when tried he tried he joked he did everything nothing nothing i was just i was blah i i had no ambition to even smile And finally, he was like, you know what? Let's just watch something. I was like, what? Whatever. Like, I was so, so down. And we watched the What If series on Disney. And by the third episode, I was smiling and laughing and whatever. And when we finished, he was like, there you are. Like, I was like, here I am. And I was better. I was better. And then the next day, you know, it was even better so the time we got to you know new year's eve i was like let's do this like all right i'm giving you all my energy and i did i i was quiet the whole day i rested the whole day and i just kept it for that night and it was really special it, he made it a really really memorable time for me and i appreciate that so much um all my friends, I appreciate all of them in 3d world and in virtual world. It doesn't matter. My chat, my friends, you know, you're all family to me. You know, I genuinely care about you guys. And then new year's was just one surprise after I was like, by yesterday, like when I woke up yesterday, I was like, you know, did Japan piss in God's cornflakes or something? because they were just getting hit after hit after hit. Poor Max. I I DM Max by the way, Max Mira is fine. Um he is well, he was not affected by the earthquake or the tsunami. He's on the other you know side. Um and he's away from it so he was good. But I w- I was genuinely worried for him because oh my goodness like As soon as I woke up, they was like, oh, yeah, there was a big earthquake. And now I have a tsunami warning. And then the next day it was like, oh, plane burst into a fireball because it collided with a Coast Guard plane. And the Coast Guard plane was there to provide aid and relief to the earthquake, you know, victims. So it was like, geez, they just can't catch a break. So, I mean, that was big on my mind. I mean, but Max is good, though. So for anybody who knows Max, in case you were wondering he's good um and then the expert did a stream short half hour stream and there was so much packed into that little stream and i i i felt the need to reach out and tell him you know do you like you got to do what you got to do but he brought up that there's like he doesn't like drama i don't like drama either but it tends to just happen and when it does i deal with it and then i move on but you know he doesn't like drama in his chat and i noticed like a lot of his chats lately have some very uh rude instigators who want to start shit and it's just it's horrible to see because his show is pretty much just a happy-go-lucky show and the people on it are just their friends and they're you know they're fooling around and they're joking and whatever and then you have like people being attacked from the chat well normally like i love going into his chat because every i know everybody there number one um and two they're always very friendly very welcoming we all have a lot of different little in jokes. Like, you know, if I see C swept, you know, we'll flirt me and her because shizzy once did a reading of this thing where she was like a lake thing. And I was going into the lake and we had like a whole little like, (laughs) kind of thing going on. And so, you know, we joke about that. I, I always get excited when I see Libby in there and I make sure he tells just on, you know, hi, hi from me, give her hugs. Um, so I mean, there's tons of people now. You got Texas Jen and you got like all his mods are amazing. And what killed me was he didn't have chat going for this stream. And he said he took down all his mods and he was like, it's a new year. and swept all the mods and we're restarting, you know, you're going to earn it, whatever people I could trust. And I mean, I have I have quite a few mods. Um, some of them for language purposes so that my real mods don't have to constantly hit allow, allow, allow. It's just, no, fuck it. Just let them, just let them go. And then I have some just for fun, but then I have the ones who are always here. And I don't want anybody to ever feel slighted, but, like, I I do it for fun. It's like sometimes I'll give somebody a wrench just to, just to give them a wrench. Valhalla has a wrench. He's never here. Um, He'll he does listen i'll give him that he does listen because i called him on it i said i give you a wrench even though you're never in my never come to my to my shows and he was like no i was listening now i had a almost what five and a half hour show for for christmas and the one thing he picked out to talk about was you don't like being hugged because people hug you and tell you that you know they're glad that your dad died i was just like oh. i had nothing to say i was like I, and the only thing i could respond with was oh my god out of all the things that i said that's what you remember and it was a little taken out of context but i mean it was something that i said uh, and i just thought it was so funny but i do i have i have lurkers i have you know my rewatch crew i have all that but it blew me away that he was like no 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 i was listening i was listening and he was like dead set on like oh, i was okay so he i give him that one he was so i was a little touched that he was listening um, i'm also touched in the head so I don't take it to heart uh, and we, we were i don't know we were talking about it and like there's a lot of people apparently that don't want to talk in chat and they just they just lurk in the background and they just hang out and listen or they play me in the background and they're like oh i just got that jersey voice whatever uh lady awesome said the expert does new year new mods yeah and it really blew me away but i mean i would never i would never do that to my mods i first of all it's more work for me and on that and i love my mods my mods are great I mean, I they know when to throw up links. I don't even have to ask them. Um, they're always they know that I'm very big on free speech. The only thing I don't like is don't attack anybody in my chat. Don't attack you know anybody on a panel if I have a panel. You want to attack me? Let's go. Like it's fine. Good luck getting past winning because usually if somebody attacks me, he jumps in and then he's like, no, focus on me. And then he'll bring it somewhere else, like he'll take the fight to Discord or whatever. I think it's funny. And it's sweet. Uh, and you said, the insane trolls on the internet are something else. They really are. They get way too invested in other people's lives. I absolutely agree. Uh, also, she said, last night I was watching Joe's stream, and Ellie was cracking me up. Oh, she always cracks me up. Uh, I was trying to stream... I was trying to stream, but she was enjoying it in chat so much that it tickled me awake. Like, oh, you were trying to sleep. I'm like, you're trying to stream? Oh my god, you're starting to stream. I got so excited for a second. Um, yeah, no, Ellie Font is hilarious. She, when she's in Nick's chats, I did I did catch one of Nick's um shows right before I like fell asleep. I was able to like hold on to like one in the morning and then I was like, Yeah, no, right right out. But yeah, he was he was on fire, and she was hysterical. She was just in the chat, just like, oh, you shut up. And da, 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 da. She, she never holds back. That's why I love all my girls. All my girls that come to chat, y'all have mouths like me. You do not let hair grow on your tongue. Like, mm-mm. like you're good. And I like that. I enjoy that. Uh, Lady Awesome said, Ellie Fun cracks me up most of the time. She really does. She's got just a very blunt head-on way of talking about stuff. And if she smells bullshit, she will call you on it every time. And she's an amazing bullshit detector. I really I do. I enjoy her. I enjoy her. I enjoy Lady Awesome, Inya, Edis, Rabbit, like Caitlin, Daisy, all my girls. Daisy. Oof. <laughs> New Year's Eve. Daisy was. She was knocking them back. Oh my goodness, we had a good time. Um Yeah, we had a really good time. She was very flirty and then she was like beyond flirty. She's trying to like give me an R V and I'm like, okay, and I'm just humoring her because I you know I love her. But it's just like, no, like, come on. Like you you use that, sell it, get the money, whatever. But she's my Daisy, and so yeah, we'll probably argue about it forever. Um but yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. But his, his stream really, like, it surprised me. He said he's trying to, like, revamp a little. I doubt he's going to revamp everything because he does have a very um, solid base. Uh, he has a way of doing things that, you know, his chat, his audience really enjoys. I've always found his chat to be a very welcoming place when I had nowhere where I thought I was welcome That I was afraid to go anywhere for fear of, you know, (laughs) like getting bitched out because it had happened um, or getting bullied. I I went to his chat. I had two safe places. I had experts chat and winning. That was it. Those are my two safe places. And it helped me. He helped me. With just having that kind of atmosphere in his chat where everybody was friendly and accepting and nobody was like, Oh, we don't want you around. Cause you did da-da-da. They don't care. They're like, however you act here, that's how you act here. I don't care what you do on the outside. Like you be here, you be respectful, you know, and that's it. And you're good. And I was just very welcomed. And it really, it helped me get back on my feet so much. And just the people are just amazing in his chat. They really are. Uh, I even got to do a Friday Night Live like a couple weeks ago. That was fun. Oh, my goodness. I was not expecting that. Um, but, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. It was. We we laughed a lot. I can't be very funny today because if I start laughing, I'll never stop coughing. And so we, we've already said, like, I do my best not to laugh too much. Uh, and you said I took edibles and stayed awake like 3 to 4 nights recently. Oh, why how do you take edibles and stay awake? She said all that's over school is back and 5:45 a.m. is early. Yes it is. How do you stay awake on edibles? I've never been able to. I take edibles and I'm like Doo, do, do, do. I'm not like knocked right out. In 2 hours I'm knocked out. Uh, lady awesome said this was the first time in a while me and my husband we're up to bring in the new year. I'm ready for a great 2024. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think 2024 is going to be a crazy year. But I think things are turning around. People are finally smartening up. Um, sorry, I'm trying to breathe. <laughs> um, they're finally smartening up. You know, they're speaking up. And that's one of the absolutely absolutely shameless mod plug you follow lady awesome and go check out her uh asmr stuff oh my god i listen to a lot of that when i go to sleep like i take turns who i listen to so like everybody there's almost like a rotation um, so sometimes it'll be nick sometimes it'll be lady awesome sometimes i'll listen to one of winnings old videos that i haven't seen yet because he's got hundreds yeah so it's just like it takes some time to get through uh and i listen to them when i'm going to sleep and i listen to them in my sleep just so you know so sometimes i have some really weird dreams about y'all because you're still in my ear while i'm sleeping so it's just like eh. um they're good dreams i promise i actually had a dream where i discovered like all this information about winning and it was all in this notebook and he like came into the room just his avatar like his avatar walked into the room it's got a body and everything i mean my my imagination knows no bounds but it's still the avatar face and it's just like he walked into the room in my dream and noticed that i had this notebook full of information he just closed as soon as i started to read it i literally read name and then the book was gone he just closed it took it walked out laughing and i was like you bastard and i woke up mad i woke up mad like there was going to be mystery information in that damn notebook but it was so funny because i was i really was mad at him and i was like oh you idiot it's like waking up and thinking that you know you had a dream that somebody cheated on you so you go beat their ass for cheating on you in the dream because now you mad like it It was a dream show, and it took me a little while to like convince myself, but it was funny. I was really genuinely mad. uh, and yeah, the mic bites don't conk me out. Oh, the mic bites, the Mike Tyson bites, the ear things. did you try those? Oh my God, they don't conk me out like the other ones do for some reason. If they're sativa, they're not gonna knock you out. The sativa, you could keep going. But the Indica, if you get Indica or a hybrid, they're most likely going to, after like two, three hours, they will knock you out. Uh, And you said, if my day kicks off, I'll try to drop back in. Okay. Uh, Love you all and glad you're feeling better, Shelly. Getting a little teary. I really missed you in your morning stream. Oh, honey. No, no crying. There's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in streaming well i mean that's a lot you look at any of my streams and they're, i cry in every freaking one of them but i can't i'm trying not to cry because then that's going to start like the endless runny nose and there's lots of you know like what do they call it nose blowing i guess <laughs> like the whole blowing of the nose whatever that's not usually a thing i like to blow so i'm trying to avoid it plus my oh my poor little nose is so tender it's so tender from the tissues, from the, you know, constant, constant blowing of the nose. Um, but back to, like, the mod thing, and I, I'm i trying to avoid getting, like, sentimental or whatever, but it, it's not going to happen. Uh, the expert was talking about, you know, like, the things that he's done in the last year and, like, stuff like that. And I was thinking, like, I've gone through so much in the last year. It feels like a whole lifetime was lived in that year. It really does. Like, you figure, I was in the hospital twice. So I spent, what, three and a half weeks combined in the hospital. You know, one of which I came very, very, very close to not leaving the hospital. Um, At least not of my own volition. And when I think about like how many times I, I almost died this year. It's frightening because I was in a really bad place. The first I'd say five months of the year for 2023. And it was just constant pressure and constant drama constant trauma and it just it was so much and it really just took one decision and one other person to really turn my whole year around i mean i'm off all the, the psych meds i think so much clearer even though we all know that i have like brain issues because of the damn lime. um but yeah no i am so much changed for me you know i i decided to move i decided to you know go get the life that i wanted rather than just sit here in the life that kind of cropped up around me without me realizing it like i was drowning and didn't know it and i was broken beyond repair i thought I figured my life was, you know, if I died, who cared? And it turns out a lot of people did and do. And believe it or not, that was a huge surprise to me. And I I don't think 2024 is going to bring me less surprises. I think it's going to bring me a lot more, Um, but in a good way, you know, because I've, I've literally found myself going through hell. And I found somebody and I found somebody's, bodies, all you guys to hold my hand and say, no, you're not, you're not stopping here. This is not where you end. You're going to keep going and you're going to get out of this hell. And you're going to live and you're going to improve and you're going to feel better and you're going to be better. And I really feel like that's the direction that I'm headed and that y'all are with me. That means more to me than anything because I didn't think it was possible. I really didn't. I did not think that anybody would care about me. And you do. Um, even like expert when, you know, I, I texted him and said, you know, keep your head up, you know, basically do what you need to do. You know, it's your channel. Protect it. You know, form it into whatever you want. My channel is exactly what I want it to be. You know, I'm not pushing any agendas. I'm not whatever other than be better. You know, just be better. You're not alone and you can get better. If I could get better, I think anybody can, because let's face it, I I had nothing. I had nothing left to give. There was no fight left in me at all. I was constantly confused. I was constantly conflicted. I was always spiraling into worse and worse and worse depressions. And I, I had no control. And I was turning into this spiteful mean thing that I was when I was a teenager, you know, and when I was in my, my early twenties and I didn't want to be this little rage machine anymore. You know, I, I wanted to know happiness again. I wanted to know what just being kind to people felt like again, because that's, that's what makes me feel better. You know, being mean and being angry those are just reactions to pain for me and i had a lot of pain i mean i'm in pain every day physical pain but i mean that's at this point it's kind of like an afterthought because it's just always there but the emotional pain that i had it was so crushing i didn't want to live anymore i didn't i didn't care if i left my kids behind I figured they'd be better without me um i was broken Oh, uh, you're gonna get the tears anyway i was really really broken and there was no no hope at all for me i was ready guys i had i told you i made videos saying goodbye um uh, I had everything written out. The instructions on what I wanted done. You know, what, where I wanted my kids to go. I was set. Because if, you know, like, life didn't take me, then I was willing to help it along. I was. Hey, nerd, what's up? Um, I was really, really shattered and when you're that broken and you feel like you don't deserve to live anymore your, your end is pretty much right there I was there I was ready to go until I got really really sick and I had that little encounter um, telling me, you know, you got a decision to make. You're gonna stay or you're gonna go. Like, what, what? are you gonna do? Are you gonna live or you're gonna die? Like, make up your mind now. Now is the time. What do you want, Shell? And I realized that i I wanted to live as much as, say, ninety nine point nine percent of me wanted to die that 0.1 percent was enough to tell me no because see you're you're trying to make this permanent and we're, we're not willing to do that like you can't go back this is not something you can regret later you know it's not one of my standard bad decisions and I realized I I wasn't done here. And I had moved away from everything that I had been doing. For months, I had gone from helping people and trying to be there for people, you know, which is what I started out doing on YouTube, helping myself and talking to people and letting them know, you know, everybody goes through it. Uh, everybody has hard times. I went from that to hanging out and trying to like um, entertain people with nothing but like sex jokes and and vulgar stories and whatever, like stuff that I had an abundance of, but things that I knew people listened to and just being mean. I was, oh, I was so mean. And I know I have that capability. I can be very, very cruel. Cruel. We've discussed this at length. My father gave me that ability. I learned from the master of cruelty. So I'm very good at it. But that's not who I am. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. It doesn't mean that that's who you are. It just means it's something you could do. I think it defines more who you are when you choose not to do that. And I had to sit myself down and say, "Listen, stupid. Like you become this person you don't like, but that's not you. If you don't like you, how's anybody else gonna like you and i I mean, I did. I had help. I had help, and y'all were there. Everybody had opinions. everybody had encouragement. Uh, everybody had criticisms that I needed. And it really, it pulled me through and it changed me back into who I originally was. So I was able to get away from the, I don't know, like the solo kind of like entertainment for somebody else's benefit to coming back to my channel and saying, hey, you know what? We're going to talk about all the stuff that's really, really hard to talk about. And it, we're going to cry and we're going to, you know, touch on things that are not good, you know, and just a lot of sensitive topics and there's some controversial stuff in there. And that's all I wanted was to just talk, to get you guys here and just talk to you and explore my head and my feelings and hoping that one, it would lessen my, my emotional pain, which it did. Um I know y'all hear that cat. She won't shut up. I I know there's a spirit here. There's been one here for two days now. They're not talking to me, but she keeps following it from like room to room to room to room. So it's obviously fine, but she's just very into it and it's driving me crazy. Um do you hear her? Snips. Stop Stop it. Stop it. What is your problem? No. Go away. Oh, you left me a whisker. Thank you. Uh, she leaves me whiskers. When her whiskers fall out, she'll actually like shake them off right onto me. Um, I really enjoy what what I do here. I enjoy talking to you guys. I enjoy reaching out and letting you know what's going on in my life and what's going on in the world and talking to you about what's going on with you <laughs> lady also said oh my god that's the cat i thought it was the door creaking no she's just walking around man 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 that's all she's doing because she's following the spirit from like room to room she's literally on alert i wish you could see her she looks like I think she's partly like, she's gonna get so insulted if she listens to this but um, I know she's a cat but I swear she's more like a bird dog because she's just pointing there she goes off to go get it I mm. she's been doing this for days days see there she goes stop snips psst, psst. horrible cat I love you to pieces, but you need to be quiet. Mama's on air. Yeah, I'm walking on sunshine. I'm trying to breathe because that one little, like, those couple of tears really, like, closed me up. I, um, I just, I enjoy coming here and doing what, whatever I want, basically. We talk about whatever I want. We talk about what you guys want. I ask you for suggestions all the time. Um, sometimes y'all will send me a DM and be like, hey, let's talk about whatever. This year, I will be doing the same thing. There's not much that's going to change about me. I'm just hoping to change location at some point. Uh, I really want to get out of this apartment. I want you know, lots of windows and I want lots of sunlight and I want to get you know another cat I want to get another dog like I want a dog I want to be able to go outside and you know like I would love to stream outside oh my god I think that would be amazing just to have a back porch where I could just set up the laptop and be like hey what's up um uh, yeah I just I'm so thankful for you all I really am you got me through a very very, very, very low time in my life. I'm not going to say it was the lowest, but it was the longest low that I've ever gone through. And the last time before that, that I was ever that low, I, I did. Um, I managed to check out for seven minutes and I'll never forget it. I mean, I remember every detail When I opened my eyes, I remember the pain I was in. I remember, you know, the like basically convulsing to get everything out. And it it was scary because I just, my heart was not, it was not up to the, the challenge. And this time, like I'm battling a lot of different things. I have, you know, the Lyme disease, I have the lymphedema. Um, I have brain degeneration, so it's like, oh. You know, there's a lot of things trying to kill me right now, but my kung fu is strong, so I'm good. I'm here, and I have all of you, you know, and I have my kids, and I have my 3D friends, and I have winning, and I have these crazy cats, and I have a lot to look forward to. In three months, I'm going to turn 50 and I've been going, oh, my God, I'm going to be 50. Shit. In three months, I'm going to be 50. Oh, my goodness. I did not think I would live that long. If you asked me as a teenager how you know how old you're going to live, I'll, I didn't think I was going to live past 30. So when 30 hit, I was a little like, meh. You know, like, I wasn't that impressed. 40, I was super happy when I hit 40. I was super happy when I hit 40. I embraced 40 like I never embraced anything. And I'm going to do the same with 50 because my life is not over. There are improvements to be made. There's fun to be had. There's adventures to go on. There's love to share. And I'm going to do it all. I am. I am determined. Now, if I could get some doctors on board to work with me and, you know, make that thing. That'd be great. But if I can't, as usual, I'll I'll fucking do it on my own. You know, I never have ever let anything stop me. You know, if somebody was abusing me, I put a stop to it. You know, if... If I was sick, I took care of myself. If I needed money, I went out and earned it. If I wanted to buy something, I earned the money to buy it. I didn't ask anybody for anything. I never put my hand out. Never. And when somebody needs something, I like being there for them. Sorry, I'm having a hard time breathing. Um, I just want to be better. I want to be better. I want to feel better. And I want to make y'all smile. I want to make you cry. I want to make you smile. I want to make your, you know, your hearts dance a little bit. I want you to, to feel every emotion that there is because y'all know, I feel every emotion. Sometimes all at fucking once. You never know. You never know. And I used to think that I wasn't worth the effort. Nobody's going to want to you know, listen to me. Nobody's going to want to talk to me. Nobody's going to want to do anything. Because I'm just not worth it. I'm not worth the effort. And I don't feel that way. All the time. Anymore. I still. That's a hard thing to shake. But I, I still feel it once in a while. And. I feel it a lot less than I used to. I feel a lot more worthy of all of you. And. So I'll push myself, you know, to try to be here all the time. I know I, I've been doing this thing where it's like one episode a week is just not happening. But usually it's something happened the night before or like I'll wake up and there's like, I just can't, I just can't do it. And, you know, I tell you guys, sorry, I just, I can't do today. And I love that you forgive me for that because I genuinely am sorry when I'm not here. Uh. I look forward to it. It's extremely stressful until I go live. And at the end of every show I'm like, "Oh god, that was horrible." And it's just I leave it there because you know what? I I always have room to get better. You know, I leave it to show when I look back, "Oh my god, this is where you were and this is where you're at." You know, I don't want to take that away from anybody. I want to show you that you can get better in just little itty bitty. You know, uh, what do they what do they call it? Um... Baby steps. It means setting small, reasonable goals for yourself, one day at a time, one tiny step at a time. Baby steps. It works. best of all, I don't pay for I love that little that little clip but for all you that really enjoy this one here you go because i'm good enough i'm smart enough and doggone it people like me anyway getting back into it i know we're in 2024 and i want to say good luck we're all counting on you there you go you got the three main ones um Lady Awesome, thank you for doing the show today. I needed to hear you. My self-proclaimed uncle passed away, and there's a church service tomorrow because they're shipping him back to New Jersey for burial next to his parents. Oh, I'm so sorry, honey. I am so sorry. My, my deepest condolences. I, I have quite a few self-proclaimed uncles, so I, I know what you're getting at. I, I'm so sorry. I mean, it's a terrible way to start the new year. I I I don't know what to say. Uh lady also I needed to hear that New Jersey talk. Well, I mean you got the Jersey talk, but it's a little more nasally than I like. Uh Rabbit Shelley, we understand you have real life to deal with and we'll be here if you're just if she's lurking watching over you. Ah, I love you guys. Um I hope your your uncle rests in peace and that whatever he might have been going through he's relieved of that now. You know, now he gets to really spend time watching over you and just enjoying you. So make sure you know you smoke something for him. Yeah, you know, I don't raise a glass, but I'll I'll raise a bong. I'll raise a cigarette. I'll whatever. Um, it's really hard to lose the, the people that we love, but I really don't believe that they leave us. I really don't. I think the whole time I had COVID, um, like the worst parts, I kept thinking of daddy because the sneezing, I don't normally sneeze a lot when I'm sick. I cough. I cough and I get like congested and whatever, but I don't sneeze. And the sneezing this time was ridiculous. Like to the point where my son came out was like, Are you possessed like what's going on i'm talking like five six seven sneezes in a row and i'm just like what the hell because two was like my max if i sneeze three times it's a lot and i mean it just kept going and that was a daddy thing that was daddy he always sneezed like forever and everybody made fun of him and that was one of the things i loved and the whole time that i was super super sick I kept sneezing over and over and over and over and it took me like a day of doing that before I said hold up all right, I know you're here like thanks for telling me you're here but do I have to keep sneezing like it hurts and you're making me have to go pee like that that's all sneezing is doing for me I'm just I'm constantly like trying to wipe down like the computer screen or whatever and I'm always having to run literally run to go to the bathroom because it's just like you know like i said i'm almost 50. i had two kids i do my kegels and everything but at some point when you sneeze you're like oh, like <laughs> you just know there's gonna be a catastrophe and it's just like let me just run to the bathroom so i mean that was that was fun um i i've gotten to the point where like loss Loss is such a big part of life now that I, I don't feel the grief the way I did. When my aunt, my last aunt died, and my mother was like, the family wants you there. Then I was like, no, I'm not going. And why not? Because she's dead. I was like, she, I spend time with her in life you know like that was when it was important she knows that i was there she knew i loved her i don't need to go to a place to say goodbye to something that's not really her anymore why for everybody else's benefit so that everybody else can you know like commiserate with me no like i celebrated her life with her I'm glad she's not in pain anymore. I'm glad she's not struggling because wherever she went, I'm sure she's got her mind back. I'm sure she has all her memories back. I'm sure she's herself again. She's whole again because that's, that's the promise, right? Like that's what we hope for that. When we pass into the next life, we shed all the negativity, all the hard stuff, And we just become our pure selves. That's what I I want in the end. I want to enjoy my life while I'm here. And I will carry every burden. I will go through every struggle. So that later I can enjoy just being me. And being able to watch over the ones that I left behind. Because I don't think they leave us. I really don't. I've talked to way too many spirits. I have felt way too many different presences to believe that you go off into some other realm and you never make contact again. I don't think God is that cruel. Because we're all connected. When you're that connected in life, the afterlife is just that. It's afterlife. It's what you're doing later. It's like the after party. You know, you're not You're not disappearing You're just Changing your outfit You know, that's that's what you're doing You're changing between sets And I know Somebody's like, oh my god, she's smoking And she's sick, guess what, if I didn't smoke I would have been a lot worse And a lot more intolerable (gasps) I just, I, I'm having, <laughs> I'm having such a hard time breathing. Um, anyway, moving on from that, I, well, or moving into that, whatever. I think you guys being here with me. You gave me ideas. You gave me courage, and you gave me the strength to, to find my fight again. And I really, I didn't think I had any fight left. I really didn't. And I found it with you guys. And I I get your DMs and I get your emails and everything saying, you know, today really helped me or I've been going through this and whatever. And you have no idea what those do for me. You have no idea. Like they get me out of bed in the morning. They push me to want things. Things that i didn't realize i wanted anymore i gave up on ever caring about anybody in any type of like non-platonic way 20 years ago i wrote everybody off when i divorced my husband i divorced the world i was done i was not gonna love i was not gonna care i was not gonna get attached to anybody I was going to live for me and me only and be selfish and whatever. And then I got pregnant with Connor and that was the end of that. Uh, You know, he did away with all that anger and everything. And he gave me a new start. And I think we need people who have that ability to give us that renewed energy to cleanse us of the negativity that builds up over time. Cause you do, you build up bitterness and negativity and um, sadness and resentment and, you know, what I wanted, I didn't get this or I didn't get that, or that got taken away from me or, you know, I was forced to do this. We all go through that. And you guys came along and I was like, I was at the end of my rope. And then I had you. And I clung to that. And it's done me a world of good. I made it through some of the hardest times in my life because of you guys. You know, very desolate, isolated, lonely times. I mean, you sat here with me and you cried with me when I went over memories that I wasn't able to face for over 40 years. Things that I buried as a kid because my mind could not cope. You saved me. You did. You gave me... You gave me so much energy to move on and to face things that they hurt To the core of my soul, they hurt me. And I never thought that I would ever be clean again if I faced them. I thought for sure that would be the end of me. And y'all were here for me. You know, and I know I mentioned him a lot, but I, I couldn't have done it without winning. I don't know what this year would have been like without him. You know, people they misjudge him all the time and he is honestly one of the most giving understanding listening people i've ever met he doesn't forget a goddamn thing i say you know how odd that is to me like usually i'm used to repeating myself And he'll just be, he goes right back into like information data bank. And he's just like, Oh yeah, you said He remembers what I say better than I do, which is great because I have memory gaps and he doesn't. And it's, he's an amazing man and he has a purpose and it frustrates me that his voice doesn't get out as much as I feel like it should. Um, my channel has a purpose. his channel has a purpose. we're all for good times and everything and chatting and cutting up or whatever, but there's a point to what he does. you know he's worried about the future you know he he doesn't sit there and wring his hands over it like I would. you know he doesn't run away from it like I would. Um, he faces it and he breaks it down, he examines it, and then he presents it and says, "Hey, look." This, this is a problem. We got to come up with something to fix this. Like, this has to change. And he's very, very involved in what he does. Like, he believes in it so much. And you could hear that if you attend any of his shows. You could hear how, like, adamant he is and how well-informed. And he's always open to other opinions and he's open to discussion. <laughs> outpost he's always right too, damn it, yeah that that's he is um three fifty seven said ditto Shelly, oh honey, outpost said we love you back, Shelly, oh yes, I love you, I love you all, I do love you all i I honestly do it's it's not like it's not a summertime fling kind of thing like it's 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 real and it's It's all for you guys. Rabbit said, "Getting old is lonely," and you make it easier to keep going. Oh, honey, we're all getting older. You know, you're not getting old. I don't believe you're ever going to be old, Rabbit. I hate to say it, you're never going to be old because you. When I think of like balls out chicks that I would love to run with, you're you're at the top of my list, girl. You are a force. I don't care if you can't get out of that bed. I don't care if you can't, you know, whatever. The Just who you are is so much and so welcome that it's just, it's amazing to me. You have a presence unlike most people that I've met. And I'm lucky to have quite a few of you in my life like that. But yeah, girl, you ain't never getting old. All you're doing, you're just... You're just ripening. And there's no such thing as overripe. I'm sorry. It, like, you're you're perfect. You just keep being Rabbit. The queen of Kansas. And we'll just keep on loving you. Why do I have, like, all these songs going through my head now? I'm gonna keep on loving you. I'm not trying to sing it because I can't sing for shit. Not today. Um... Rabbit, I still have a date with you and Caitlin. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I would love to have a date with Caitlin as well, but I haven't been able to get a hold of her. I talked to her on Christmas, and after that, nothing. And I haven't heard from her. I haven't seen her. It's just like, I sent her a DM saying, you know, Happy New Year. Where the hell are you? Our little prune rabbit. (laughs) That little prune rabbit can kick your ass, 357. Does you remember that? She's got bite, but um, yeah, like our experts go in a different way with his channel. He said he wants to like do the true crime, but he's very not thin-skinned. He, I think he's a softy more than we even suspect. He's a softy. Like he, he feels things very. He pretends like he's all like nah, 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 nah. like whatever. It's not all ego. Like I think there's a lot of heart in there that that's easily wounded. And like, I hear him get choked up every once in a while and it it destroys me because I'm not used to hearing that from him. Um, He wants to go in a different way. He was saying that there was like a, a story that um Purple Phoenix did and he knew the mom and he was getting choked up. He couldn't he couldn't even talk about like that somebody else was doing the case, let alone the specifics of the case about the little boy. So, I mean, I know that that's hard for him, so I don't know how he's going to go forward. kind of hope they keep doing, you know, Trivia Tuesday, because that's it's a lot of fun. We love trivia. Uh, And, like, his panel streams, they're fun. But I think, you know, he's another one. You get to this point where you want to have some type of impact. And a lot of places, there are places for other people to go who feel left out of the world, who can't deal with the world. Um, they go there and they, they recharge. You know, you go there and decompress. And I think that's part of his purpose. You know, is to be that bomb that smooths things over so that you can get from one crisis to the next. Uh, winning, winning's whole thing is showing you what the world is really like, what it's doing what what everybody out there is doing to try to control you and change your way of thinking and implanting things, you know, ideas in your head to mess you up so that they can, you know, pursue their own agendas. He's really good at that. And I wish more people uh took him seriously. Uh I take him seriously. I didn't before i i too called him long-winded reality because it was like oh my god because i wasn't listening to what he said all i heard was words 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 because i had i had a chip on my shoulder because i didn't think he liked me uh which he probably didn't he always says oh i didn't have anything against me but yeah, no he didn't like me uh because i was always stepping on his comedy bits just to fuck with him uh because <laughs> I'm that type, if you don't pay attention to me and I think you don't like me, well, now it's on. Now I'm going to get all your attention in whatever way I can. So I was like a little bitch. I was just so nasty to him. Oh, my God. I would mm, poke him with a stick, poke him with a stick, poke him with a stick. And then it just, I don't know. He just became something else to me. And I, I haven't gone a day without him in shit well over six seven months not one day and i don't know that i could i don't i depend on him to kick me in the ass and get me moving you know he never lets me get away with anything anything it's very frustrating but like my it's funny because my grandmother would you know she used to laugh and say one day michelle you're gonna meet your match there's going to be somebody out there who's not going to take your bullshit. They're going to call you on everything, because I could get things over on my family like crazy. I mean, they're not exactly the most with it group, but for the most part, people don't want to tangle with me. Like I've had conversations with Marty, my old principal, where he's like, "Oh, did they yell?" At you? I'm like, <laughs> "People don't generally tell me what to do. They don't yell at me. You know, like that's just it's that's just not done." And when they do, they always regret it. And no, he never yells at me. He just, he'll, he could literally like make just a nonverbal sound. And I'm like, what, what? Yeah. Cause I just know that he's just like, oh, bullshit detected. And he's just, all right, let her get it out. And then we'll take that right down. He will not let me rest on my laurels. He will not let me fool myself. Or lie to myself. And like just yesterday, I said, you know, I said, well, you know, I'm a lot of work. And I was like, you've even said that. And he was like, no, I never said that. And I repeated the conversation. I was like, yes, you did. You said da 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 da. And he was like, that's totally out of context. That's not what I meant. And I was like, all right. And so I'm like, it kept going through my head. And I was like, I said, i just fucking ask him. And I was like, am I a lot of work? And, it, and he laughed. He was. It, it genuinely struck him as funny because he was like, <laughs> no. He was like, do you know how strange that is to hear somebody tell you that you're not a lot of work? I know I'm a lot of work. I know I ask a lot of questions and I poke and I prod and I need to know. And... It's hard to to get to that point where I'm satisfied with the information I'm getting, and he purposely like doesn't give me information just to you know just to fuck with me. Um, But he's really good at getting me to not be upset about it, to be like it's okay, it's okay to go on faith. You don't have to know everything. Has knowing everything in the past helped you? No. So how about we just do some stuff on faith and that's how we built trust and I think he thinks I am worth the work so to him it's not really work it's just part of being in my life it's just what you do you know and he's man enough to step up and do it I don't know a lot of people like that I don't because not a lot of people have to deal with the me that he has to deal with you think that I'm raw here no no (laughs) he has it so much worse so much worse than y'all have it um 357 i don't get messed with either shelly my girl told me it's because i have crazy eyes well that's part of the reason why you guys don't see me because i can't fix my face And I am the queen of making funny faces and like the queen of expressions because everything I think or feel shows on my face. I have so many expressions. Um, Just baby blue eyes, not crazy eyes. Oh, you have baby blue eyes. I love blue eyes. I do. I have green eyes, but I'm also like very possessive. So, I mean, that's, It's a good thing I have green eyes. It's a warning sign to everybody out there. Rabbit, we'll tell, we tell you what to do because we love you. So we remind you to take care of yourself. I know you're very good at it. And I try to return the favor. I do because y'all are worth it to me. Uh, But like my channel, I, I set out trying to be there for other people. And I actually wound up healing myself in the process. Y'all did more for me. Talking here did more for me than any therapy session I've ever had. Any, you know, like, shrink session. Any med they ever put me on. Like, none of that. Outpost said, I just now got a notification for the stream. Freaking YouTube. Listen. Today's the very first day that I'm actually streaming to... Rumble. I'm live streaming to Rumble. I don't know what that's going to go like. I, uh, like <laughs> but we're trying. We're trying. Um, so I don't know if that messed it up or the fact that I had to change the, the time again or whatever. But I really didn't know if I was going to go today. So um, it was very last minute. Agreed. Ooh uh lady awesome said i have hyper color eyes depending on my mood and the color of the shirt i'm wearing depends on what color my eyes are girl I, I didn't know that's what you called it my eyes are green but when i'm angry there's red like there's this very dark maroon that circles my pupil when i'm angry that actually gets bigger and so it, I, I look a little possessed. And when I cry, my eyes turn this like super, super icy kind of green. And it's almost like they glow. And That's why I can't hide when I cry. Like I used to go to work and I'd go in the bathroom and cry for like a half a second and come out and be like, I'm all right. I'd walk out and they'd be like, oh, my God, you were crying. What happened? I'm like, what is my nose? Puffy. They're like, no, your eyes are like they're beaming. I like, oh, and they look really good if I wear green or red. I mean, I look really good in in red. I do. I'll give you that. It's that you know that porcelain skin and mm, like I'm super white, <laughs> like super super fair. I I swear to God, I always say I'm like see through eventually, but yeah, no, like I look good in red. But the eyes, yeah, the eyes do change with what I wear. Um, they look best when I wear green obviously when I dressed up as Alphaba for the kids for um, the last Halloween I had in Wallace I had to do the green makeup so anybody who does know who Elphaba is that's the Wicked Witch of the, the West um, from the Wizard of Oz so I was all green and we took pictures and they were just like oh my god because my eyes were literally like high beams coming out I looked possessed uh my eyes don't change when i'm mad but my ears turn red oh nerd that's funny your ears turn red uh lady awesome that's what i call it after those hyper color shirts that change colors when something hot to oh i remember those uh, my dad always knew when i was crying because my eyes would be so green yep yep Rabbit said my eyes are blue, but if angry they turn a dark steel color. I can imagine that because I imagine you get like you're tough as steel, no matter what. So it's just like wow. That actually makes sense. 357, the lady in red. Hey, my prom dress for my senior prom was red. It was a um it was a floor length body hugging. Yeah, it hugged me all the way down to my hips and then it just kind of fell down in a nice um, curtain of red and it had like you know the the deep V and whatever it was just such a pretty fucking dress and I think it cost like 20 bucks we got it in an outlet it was like the last place we went I was like I'm never getting a dress oh wait that's the one as soon as I saw it hanging there, I didn't even need to try it on. I was like that's what I want and I love that dress, and then I put it on my daughter like years and years and years later for Halloween, and I poured blood all over it, and like I made her into a zombie like um, prom queen. Oh my god, she was—it was such a good look. Everybody loved her, but I mean, she felt good because she was like I'm wearing your prom dress. It was funny. Uh, my connection is being shit right now, girl. I'm sorry, nerd. But yeah, Lady in Red, that was... I actually danced to that to that song with Tommy at my prom. <laughs> uh, I had a cast on my prom night. What a stud. Motorcycle problem. I need to take up some pictures. Oh, you definitely do. I want to see that. See, you got... I, I don't know what it is about prom nights. My junior prom night, the day after... Now, we had all gone out that night. We went to a diner after the prom and, you know, we hung out. I got home at like seven in the morning. I was by myself because my mother was off gallivanting in um, friggin' Philly. And I was dancing in my living room, you know, like you do because I was 17. And I turned on the carpet, but I had sneakers on. And when I turned, my whole body turned and my foot did not and I dislocated my knee with a crack that could be heard around the world like it was painful and so that Monday when I went to school I had this giant brace from my hip to my ankle and they were like what the hell were you doing after prom so that went around and I was just like yeah no I was I was so not that child Uh, I'd moved to a new school my junior year, so prom that year sucked. Yeah, no, I mean I get that. That was my new school. I had I got expelled. I mean, that was the year that I punched a I am punch her per se. I don't want to go all amber heard, but I don't remember the exact nature of my hand, but I wasn't punching her. I hit her. Like I could honestly say that whole thing, and but I still knocked the nun the fuck out. Uh, my senior was great; had a pretty date on my arm, and all our friends went to this great seafood restaurant before the dance. Yeah, we didn't go anywhere before the dance because our prom started at like four in the afternoon because we had to get on the bus, and yeah, yeah, you know, everybody had to get organized. But we didn't come home till like I think two in the morning. And then we went right into the gym and we kept partying until the sun came up. And then the rest of us went down the shore. And then I got into a fight and I wound up coming back from the shore with somebody else. Um, But yeah, I mean, high school was fun. It didn't matter that it was a new high school. I loved it. I knew everybody there anyway. But yeah, my my dress was fire. Oh my God, I looked so cute. I mean, I didn't look cute. I looked a lot... Um, different than you would imagine because I was normally just jeans and a t-shirt girl so for me to be all done up they were just like holy crap I was like I do know how to like wear a dress like what the fuck I wasn't stupid though I didn't wear heels Uh, uh-uh. I knew I was going to be dancing all night there was no fucking way I was wearing heels I had the prettiest little ballet flats ours was at this high class hotel in the rich yacht club area of town uh, I had all the millionaires living in it. Three fifty-seven said I was a military black, br- black. You were a black, a brat. My date showed up on. Wait, no, it's skipping. Damn it. My new school year, every new school every year, I had to learn how to adapt. I'm sorry, I can't seem to read. Words are hard. Mm. Rabbit said never made it to prom My date showed up on his motorcycle In the rain Well that's dumb Oh my goodness Who does that I'm Sorry my mother Actually um, She didn't go to her prom Because her date Who she didn't want Was like her height And she didn't want to go there In heels And be taller than him so she didn't go to her prom. She set him up the night of her prom. I was like, you see, there's something wrong with you. Like, mm. Was my date Billy Joel? No. I actually, my date was a six foot plus um, Hindu dude named Neerman, And I sat between him and my kind of boyfriend at the time who was like, Tommy was to my left and Neerman was to my right and Tommy's ex-girlfriend was next to him. So it was a whole thing that night. And it's funny because like he had his hand on my on my leg and Newman had his hand on my other leg and they were trying to like, I guess, find my hand. Meanwhile, my hands were like, I was like, nope. Cause it was dark, you could barely see each other. So it was, eventually they met in the middle and they were holding hands and then realized that it was hilarious. I laughed so hard because I was like, both of you, I don't don't know what y'all are doing, but do you need some time alone? Like what's going on? It was so funny because I could feel that. I was like, no, 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 I don't want this. My best friend at the time was able to get me free professional pics because a family friend of his was getting his, uh, getting into photography. Oh, that's cool. Whenever I said it was one of my brother's friends, I was 15 Lady Awesome, I was already a mom when I went to my junior prom. Nice. No, my friend Vicky was a a mother at her junior prom. Um, A lot of my friends were. I would have been. I would have had a two-year-old at that point because I was pregnant at 15. Um, And that just didn't work out. Uh, lady awesome I took pictures before prom with my baby and baby daddy I've always been a mom Aww. that's cool though I mean we all made decisions and lived with our decisions and fessed up to our responsibilities and I think that counts more than the bad or like I don't know maybe not so great decisions that we've made <laughs> I don't way like to judge anybody else's decisions you do what you do i make bad decisions i've always made bad decisions i make emotional decisions i'm trying to get better at that that's a goal it helps to have winning when i i'm like all right this is what i want to do and he's like why because i want to but why do you want to do it like he, he questions me and i'm just like yeah, i don't know because i want to do it like well what's going to happen like, he makes me look at it logically, and it, it does change my mind a lot of the time where I'm like, yeah, yeah no, never mind. He's like, if you want to do it, and I'm like, no. He's like, do something else like it. Like, just make it better. You know, don't, you don't want to do something and then have to deal with a bad, you know, backlash or a bad outcome. So, I mean, he is, he's like, you know what he is? He's Jiminy Cricket. He's my Jiminy Cricket. He sits on my shoulder, whether he's there or not. I hear him in my head. And he's just like, no, no, no. Like, he's my, not my conscience, but he's, I guess, more my moral and logical compass. Like, he doesn't, I know that there have been people out there who like to say, oh, he tells me to do once again, I don't do shit that I don't want to do. Nobody's ever going to make me do something. It's just that those days don't exist. They never have and they never will. You know, like have things been done to me against my will? Sure. But making me participate, that doesn't happen. It does not happen. I will fight you tooth and nail. But he doesn't make me do anything. He just gives me alternatives. And I still get to choose. But they're things that I wouldn't think about because I am an emotional, impulsive person. And it has screwed me in the past. So, yeah, I do need somebody who's more, you know, think it out. You know, this could happen. Like, he could see where I'm headed if I make that decision. And he doesn't say don't do it. He says, okay, if you do that, what do you think is going to happen? I have to come up with all the information, but he's the one that prompts me to think about it. Where ordinarily, I'm, I'm very avoidant. I just wouldn't think about it. I'd just be like, oh, whatever. whatever. Where the shit falls, it falls. Like, whatever. Outpost uh, said, I was walking my day to her front door and was about to give her a goodnight kiss, but her dad was waiting and flung that door open fast. I hightailed it out of there. Yeah, my grandfather used to stick his head out of the window above the door. And all you'd hear is, <clears throat> and he'd be out there smoking a cigarette, which is like that. I just listening to our conversation. I'm not even aware he's there. And then all of a sudden you hear that <clears throat> like oh, time for you to go. You need to go because he heard everything and he's tiny, but mighty. Like He is the mighty mouse of my generation, like in my family. Yeah, dads and grand, granddads and uncles have a way of doing that. Uh, Rabbit, it was my last memory of school because a month later I became an emancipated minor. I had to start working to support myself. Yeah, that's rough. It is. The emancipated minor. I'm glad I had grandma. If I didn't have grandma, I don't know what would have became of me. I really don't. I mean, I've always been a hard worker, but my mom had no interest in keeping me around. She was always throwing me out. You know, I I think the longest we ever lived together was like a year and a half. And that's because I was always out. And she was always, you know, with her new boyfriend. And then as soon as he wanted to move in, like, I didn't get a say. I'm not like that with my kids. If my kids don't like somebody... Like, I don't care if they're like they like them and then they have an argument or whatever. That you'll deal with it, get through it. But if they meet them and go, no, like I really like, I don't like them. They creep me out. I don't like how they treat you. I don't like how they treat me. I listen to that and I go, all right, because we're a family. You know, my kids aren't like normal kids. They're not. There's no guarantee they're going to grow up and leave and do whatever. Katie, I have a feeling Katie will be with me a very long time. You know, so I need to have people in my life that jive with them. You know, they don't always have to get along, but they have to like them at least. Because I want to have a family. I don't want to have my kids and then my significant other. I want everything to come together. You know, I want whatever's in their life becomes a part of my life. Whatever's in my life becomes a part of their life. I don't want that separation. You know, and I really believe that my kids need to, to approve. They're old enough where they're almost adults. I, it was different when they were little. I was a lot more hesitant to let anybody in my life because of them, because they were little and I didn't want them to be hurt. You know, I had that fear. But I'm not afraid of that anymore. They're grown. They can stick up for themselves. And I need to look to my future. Because at some point, I'm always going to be a mom. But I still, I'm going to wind up by myself. You know, I need somebody to be there with me. Somebody to laugh with me, understand me. And, you know, I need that companionship. I need that love. I need sex. Like, what the fuck? you know like i need all that because i've put it off for so long for them and they're entering different periods of their life where they're gonna branch out and they're gonna meet people and whatever. And i need i need somebody who i can grow old with you know somebody who's gonna be on that porch all my exes talk about oh you know when you're old you're gonna You know, you're going to be on a porch with me. That's what I want. I want rocking chairs, you know, our rocking chairs next to one another. And apparently, that was supposed to be a huge porch because every fucking one of them wants it. I didn't want that. I still don't want that with any of them. I wish they just go away. But I do want to have that, you know, dual rocking chair experience. I want somebody who's, you know, when I'm 80 you gotta look at me and be proud that we're together to be proud that I belong to him you know that I wanna look at and be like that's that's my man look 80 years old still so hot you know like cause to me he would be you know I want that in my life and I I'm finally at a place where I'm like you know what I'm gonna go get it and I feel like that's an actual thing that can happen in the future. I never felt like that before. I never felt like that before. I just figured I'd just grow old and die alone surrounded by cats. I will definitely die surrounded by cats, but I'm just not alone. Fake doggo, what's up? This happened to a friend of mine once. Okay. Uh, Outpost Nerd prom was the only time I wore a tux and believe me I look good a dark blue vest over a black jacket I rocked it a dark blue vest over a black jacket I think you got that reversed and a green corsage since our school colors were green and orange no my my date wore a red um, a red tie and a red cummerbund to um, match my dress. He got me a beautiful corsage. And it's so funny because he was dressed in black, you know, the black tux with the red accents, and Tommy was dressed in the black tux with hot pink. Like, this real... Not hot pink, it was pastel pink. It was his ex-girlfriend. And I called her Miss Piggy because I was a bitch. But in my defense, she showed up with the upswept hair um, She has a pig nose. She's got a fat face, but like, I didn't, I'm not judging. I wasn't, you know, but she did show up with my boyfriend. Um, and she had a pink, skin tight, sheared pink satin, pastel pink satin dress on with, with, very long pink satin opera gloves and a pearl necklace so she really really looked like miss piggy i was like oh my god are you kermit and, you know, and he's bowlegged so he was like really i was like i you just saying like hop on over there go ahead go see your little piggy but oh my god i made fun of her the whole fucking night i made her cry i was i was such a bitch such still fucking funny though but she i'm sorry if you dress like miss piggy i'm gonna call you miss piggy i mean show up in a friggin' like blue and yellow thing and i'm gonna call you a giant super dick too but you know like she looked like Miss Piggy, I called her Miss Piggy so whatever, I mean it was cruel and it was mean but it was fucking funny Uh, Outpost, out of everybody my parents ran around with when they were young, my parents are the only ones still married after 45 years, good, good for you Um, that's what I want I mean I'm not going to reach the 45 years because I'd have to live to be like 100 and that ain't going to happen I can't afford it Uh, but yeah, under, damn it Mm -hmm. yeah I know Over and under, they're hard concepts, I know, I know. After all that, I'm not judging. I'm not judging now, I judged then. But come on, the pink satin. I mean, and it was even like, it was a strapless gown too that went like, it hugged her whole body, which really she didn't have the kind of body that should be hugged like that. Um, Maybe in black, but not a hot pink. There was no forgiveness there at all. And it just went to like her mid thigh and then it kind of like, it kind of ballooned out in like this weird sack ruffle kind of thing. And it was just, it was not a pretty dress, but the opera gloves really like were over the top. I mean, she did not have to wear opera gloves. And they were the fucking satin ones. And I just could not stop all freaking night. We're sitting there. And like, my date near me was like, What are you thinking? Of? I was like, I was just thinking about, you know, like a TV show that I used to watch. And my friend Monica's kicking me under the table, trying to tell me, shut the fuck up. Because she could see where I was going with it. And I was like, You remember it? Pigs in Space. And Tommy was like, Really? No. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. He was like, you're not the least bit sorry at all. I was like, no, really not. I still remember dancing, um dancing with Nearman. And I thanked him for, you know, a lovely night and whatever. And he he bent down and I knew he was like he was gonna go for the kiss. And I was just like, oh God. So I like I real quick like I hugged him and I like I kissed his cheek and I moved back and I was like, You're so sweet. Thank you so much. And I hear Tommy behind me like, hey. he, "Hi!" He was like, "She kissed you on the cheek." So you got you got kissed on the cheek. He was like, "It's more than she's giving you tonight." He wasn't wrong. He was not wrong. And that was just, he shut right up th- right there. I was like, "I am so proud of you right now." He was like, "Little fuck," because Nima was six plus in height, and Tommy is like five, six, five seven, so taller than me, but not as tall as Nerman and Neerman was built he wasn't like your typical like geeky Hindu that I went to high school with because they were all nerds they were all skinny and whatever no he was like football size like he was football player size and I like big dudes like and he just he didn't have a date I didn't have a date and my boyfriend was going with his ex-girlfriend because she'd already bought the dress so I was like fuck it I'll just go with him We were friends. We went. We had a great time. You know, he was handsome. I'm not going to say he was hot. I mean, he's hot now. I've seen him recently. And he's also extremely rich, which means I really don't know how to pick them. But whatever. Um, And Tommy's in jail for murder. So, you know, this is why I go to winning to make decisions with me because I don't make good ones. Uh, Lady Awesome said, next month my parents will celebrate 51 years married. Nice. Nice. Oh, Congratulations to them. All these long-term marriages. I love it. Uh, Al Posner and my date had this white gown with black accents that hugged her figure. We dated the rest of the year before going our separate ways for a few years before reconnecting when MySpace got big. Oh, you really did the whole MySpace thing. I barely remember that we had MySpace. Oh, lovely! I just got a notification. Major winter storm. Oh, shut up! They say that and then nothing happens, or they don't tell us and we get like four feet of snow. It's like I make up make up my mind for me. Yeah, that see Facebook my, MySpace. I didn't see that many old people that I knew, but facebook was bad like facebook is the devil like all my exes found me and i was like "Ah, oh, crap i'd managed to evade like all of them and they were just like we found you and i didn't even put like my my maiden name in there i literally kept my married name on there so that none of them would know my space got big just a year or two after i graduated good god you're old that's right, when I graduated, we didn't even have internet. It's funny. It was such a good life. Nobody could keep tabs on you. You can do whatever the hell you want. There were no gotcha moments. Let me tell you something. My life would be very, very different if I was living it now as a teenager. Because these kids can't get away with shit. You can't hang out in the park. You can't do this. You can't do that. I did whatever the hell I wanted. And if there was a consequence to be paid, I paid it. But there's no evidence of the things that I did. <laughs> I mean, there's a little evidence, but not not a lot. The nearly fifty year old called the thirty six year old old yes, absolutely. you have not done in your thirty six years you have not done half of what I did by the time I was twenty one so like I said when I was in the hospital when i when I thought I was gonna you know I thought I was going to die. Part of me was okay with it because I've lived a huge life. That's why I have all the stories. Because I would have been arrested. Yeah, well, yeah. But I I could have been arrested at any point, but I just never got caught. That's the wonderful thing about being me. I was smart enough to not get caught. The people I was hanging with at the time, not so much. A lot of them got caught, but I didn't. And if anybody suspected, I just talked my way out of it. Cops are petty around here. Yeah, Do a Hoboken police search on YouTube and you'll see how petty ours can be. Uh, I found that out yesterday. I was like, oh, there's a lot of Hoboken videos on here. And my house is in a lot of these like walk around tours or whatever. I'm like, oh, there I am. There's my house. There's my house. There's my house. There's my house. Uh, I didn't even realize there was so much stuff about Hoboken on YouTube. And it's just, it's weird how everybody's praising it, and whatever. I'm like, I don't know why y'all love this town so much. I can't wait to get the fuck out. Uh, lady awesome i was too busy in the third world to be messing with myspace and facebook i only got on when i was in beauty school for networking i went to school to be an esthetician in 2011 that's very cool i don't i think jessica reloaded went for the same thing i'm not entirely sure i know she went to to beauty school but i don't remember what it was for i thought it was to be an esthetician I can't remember, though. I'll have to ask her later. By the way, Jessica Reloaded will be doing her first solo um, show today at 5.30 in the afternoon, Eastern, if you all want to check that out. And tonight, Winning will be back on and doing Unveiling Reality. And he's going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff, like you know, all the current climate and whatever with politics and everything going on. I think Jessica is a hairdresser. I can't remember. I can't remember if it was makeup or skin or hair or like a combination. But more power to you guys because that you got to be creative on levels that I just can't do. And you got to deal with people. Mm -mm. No, no. So probably cosmetology school. I think so. I honestly don't know, but she does. She's doing her first solo show. Today, I don't know what it's about. I guess we'll figure it out when we get there. 5:30 this afternoon. So if you can, you know, go over there, give her your support. Uh, I know it freaks her out sometimes to do things on her own. Oh, she yeah, she still works at the car wash cuz she makes, you know, decent money at the car wash. Plus it's family. But um yeah, so definitely like show up for her and give her some support because I think she really needs to to get out there and stand on her own and put just her thoughts out there. I enjoy her shows, but I don't I don't get to see the jest that I've come to know like come out. And I really I think on a solo thing she would really be more herself. And I think that would appeal to a lot of people. So check her out 5 30 this afternoon and then tonight winning reality at eight or nine i don't remember i know he's gonna yell at me but whatever i mean i say that but he never does he's just like it's always the same time it's not always the same time you know i never remember times anymore i barely remember to show up here for my own time anyway we've done like two hours and I re- I'm i having a harder and harder time talking. So I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, I just want you guys to know that I think the new year is going to be great. I love that you're here. I love that you show up and you talk to me. And you're just friends. We're just hanging out. And I get to talk about all the things that bother me. Um, one of the things that did bother me in the last year was that I wasn't always myself you know i worried about what other people you know would say i worried about addressing drama i didn't want to be seen as a drama channel i didn't want to be seen as a drama creator and this last thing that we went over on the christmas show um, i had to address it and you know what i can't keep burying things You know, the whole thing with the pond, that whole kerfuffle, I buried it because I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to deal with the backlash. I didn't want to deal with the bullshit. I just wanted to move on. And that was very, very problematic because nobody else wanted to move on. I was the only one. And so I didn't stand up for myself and I didn't put my info out there. I didn't put my part out there because I was like, oh, if I just ignore it, it'll go away. But it wasn't going away. So... I didn't address it. Winning addressed it for me. But when it came to the next thing, I was like, no, fuck this. I got something to say. Like, and that's it. And that's how it's going to be. I am no longer going to just let people slide. If you fuck with me, I'm going to go into it and I'm going to explain everything going on and I'm going to stand up for myself. The same way I stand up for the people I love, I'm going to start standing up for me. And if people, you know, flake off and go, no, I don't want to be involved. Okay. That's your prerogative, but I got to do what's going to put my mind at ease. I have to be able to get it out. Do you know that I have not had a decent night's sleep, not just because of the the COVID, but because I have so many thoughts in my head because I haven't been able to talk to you guys. I haven't been able to just open up my brain and let everything just flow out of my mouth. Like, there's too much going on up there. And I feel lighter already because we had just a little bit of a conversation about it. And I barely touched on the stuff that's in my head. You know, but I'm not talking about a lot because I don't want to get emotional because then I really won't be able to breathe. But, I mean, that's coming. so <laughs> you You know it's all going to unfold. But, I mean, it's nothing bad. It's just things that I think about that I probably shouldn't. And when I get them out and I talk to you guys and I get your feedback and you tell me you're being crazy. You know, it's, it's different when you guys tell me, Mims, what's up? Love you, Shelly. Sent you an email. Feeling like you still just wanted to say hi, Feeling like you still just wanted to say hi to you in chat. Hi, Mims. Oh, I'm glad you said hi. You're so sweet. And thank you for everybody who's posted links i love it i love that you do that um yeah tonight i'll i'll be modding as usual for winning i don't know how on top of things i'm gonna be i'm hoping he goes easy with me on the links see he likes to do this thing where he mentions something and then i have to pick up on it because obviously you know i have to live in his brain and I have to go find the link. He, he never forewarns me of what I'm going to need. I have to run and go get it. And it becomes like, I think he really, it amuses him. Because I hear, he'll say something, then you hear that little, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, you bastard. Because I know he's doing it on purpose. I'm like, no, nah, I'll rise to the challenge. It's fine. And that's, that's one of the things I love most about him is that he does challenge me. He pushes me. He pushes me to be better because I'm perfectly content. <laughs> to just be, and he's like, No, you're gonna be, but you're gonna be better. Like, come on, you're gonna be better, right? But that's a mod's life. I mean, seriously, he makes me crazy though. And it's funny because everybody's like, Oh, you guys share a brain. T Rex says it all the time. He's like, I, I don't care, like, you two share a brain. It must be a pretty big friggin' brain though, because we're both really intelligent people, but it's like. Yesterday, he said something at the exact same time as my son. They said the exact same sentence. And I was like, all right, stop it. That's creepy. I was, I was like, you just stop it. Because it happens all the time. You know, like I wake up and I get the, the text. Are you awake? I'm like, damn it. I just opened my eyes and humble. So I am very humble, Darth Hideous happy new year by the way darth i saw your laws of power thing stop trying to invite trouble in your chat you think i'm on to you he's like oh you know if you have a different opinion step up or, or but oh wait but maybe they will yeah. <laughs> but it made me laugh you don't always know that i'm there usually i'm there after the fact well, this week anyway, because like I said, COVID kicked my ass. Um, I just I, It was just such a hard week for me. People in my chat don't have opinion. Bull. I know the people in your chat. They are all opinion. They are all opinion. They just might t- not tell you. But that's all right. Yeah, I, I've been bad. It's been bad. I've never been this sick in my life, like, cold flu kind of thing. I mean, it really, I was like, oh, it's a cold, it's a cold, it's a cold, it's cold. And then I was like, I'm covered in Vicks and I can't smell it. Damn it. I was like, let me take a test. And I took a test. I swear, my pregnancy test didn't say positive that quick. Literally just put the swab in the thing and it went red line. I was like, ah, damn it. I was like, all right, so me, the kids, my mother, and her husband. My mother gave it to me for Christmas, bitch. But it's like, whatever. But, you know, we bounce back. Whatever does not kill me. Apparently, it's really hard to kill me, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, no, so I do. I'm very thankful for all of you, even for Darth. I mean,. I know we we bump heads and we have our ups and downs, but y'all bring me perspectives that I need because sometimes I can't get out of my own head and I can't see see the forest for the trees. You know, so I appreciate the different opinions. I appreciate that my chat is outspoken. You know, y'all come at me, you know, balls to the wall, like you're good. And I enjoy that. I enjoy that you feel comfortable enough to just say what you feel and say what you think. And there's, there's no judgment. There's never going to be any like attacking or anything. You feel or think how you want to feel or think and share it. And if I have a difference of opinion, then we're going to discuss it. You know, if I agree, we'll discuss that. But it matters. You matter to me. And I I need that feedback from you guys because I can't just be in my own head because my own head is, it's twisted and it's fractured and there are huge gaps in my memory so I don't always remember things correctly. You know, but you guys, you help me. You help me get up and fight to live every day and to make the most of every day. I don't think you understand how how priceless that is for me because I've never had that people don't usually they share their lives with me but they don't ever comment on mine and you guys do gotta go real life is calling I love you rabbit happy new year my queen of Kansas you are the rocking rabbit and we love you girl Go, go take care of your animals and everything else. And just take care of yourself. I know you're still battling that, um, what is it called, RSV? So please take a rest when you need it. Don't overexert. Take care of you, because we need you. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm just, I'm um, I'm wrapping up because I'm having a hard time breathing now. Because it's been a lot of talking. Um I'm just grateful and I'm going into 2024 as myself and I'm going to address whatever needs to be addressed. There will be no more, Oh, I'm not engaging. I won't engage with somebody, but I will, I will address issues and I will say my peace and I will stick up for myself because this whole fuck it. I want peace and everything. Yeah, I do, but I'm going to get peace of mind. While still defending myself, while still standing up for myself, because I can't expect other people to be in my corner if I'm not there myself, you know, and I'll continue to stand up for all of you and to be there and to listen. And all you have to do is tell me, I don't need feedback. I just need you to listen. You know, Winning and I figured that out. I don't need to answer everything, but you have to tell me. Because otherwise I feel like you need, like you expect me to give you feedback. So if you tell me what your expectation is, I can meet it. But if I have to guess what the expectation is, we might have a problem. Because I tend to go overboard and be too like grr in your face. Because let's face it, like I said, I say I love you aggressive. Like that's just how it comes out. I'm an abrasive person. But I will give you all that I have You know, if you need it. And I want you guys to remember that. I love that y'all are here. I love that you visit. I love that you chat. I really can't say enough how much y'all mean to me. 2024 is going to be a crazy, crazy year. The politics alone promise to be crazy. And I'm here for it. I can't wait, and I can't wait to go through it with all of you, and let's see what madness they come up with. Um, 2023 tried to kill me a couple times, and it didn't work. I won in the end. So, that pain is in the past. You know That version of me is in the past. Oh, Dark idiots, buckle the fuckle up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Buckle the fuck up. It's going to be a bumpy ride this year. But I love roller coasters. So let's go. Let's go. Anyway, I will see you guys tonight in winnings chat and Sparrow winnings chat if you're there. And I hope you will be. Again, I put the links for our for his um, special that I was on for Christmas and for New Year's in the in the description box seriously check out the clips from the the first half hour of the Christmas special they are hilarious hilarious especially if you know you're you like you know a little bit of mocking um Darth I think you especially would really enjoy it I really really do so maybe you want to check that out um Mimsy said onwards and upwards exciting times ahead oh hell yeah Lady Awesome. Oh yeah, dark Darth is here. Chat's being held. YouTube is off <laughs> his asshole. <laughs> ah, it's funny. That's why I'm moving re- moving to Rumble full time. That's awesome. I just did my first rumble stream today. I don't know how it turned out, but I guess we'll find out. Um I got rid of the, the Facebook feed. Screw it. I did a Christmas special too, Michelle. I know, I know, I know. I gotta go back and watch that. Again, this whole week I have been pretty much out of commission. Like I mean, I didn't talk to anybody for, like literally anybody for two days. Cause I just couldn't I couldn't raise my head up. Wish I remembered most of it. Oh. Mm. You had a little bit too much Christmas cheer, did you? That's all right, I'll check it out. But. Um You know, seriously, like, go. Oh, my God. I was blackout drunk when I hit go live. Nice. Nice. That's all right, because I hit the bong as soon as we started, because everybody's like, I'm drinking, I'm drinking. I was like, I'm on meds. I can't drink. I was on cold meds. Could you imagine me on NyQuil and alcohol? No, 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 no. So it should be interesting. Yeah. So check out that first half hour of, of his Christmas special, trust me, you will you'll laugh you'll laugh your ass off Um, and I'll check out your stream because I'm sure it's going to be entertaining as shit as for that, all of you thank you so much for being here I'll see you guys tonight or in other people's chats, I'm sure because we tend to all go in the same circles and I will be back Friday morning at 8 o'clock 8 o'clock, 8.15, you know, it's a little fluid. You got to give me a break. It takes me longer to wake up when I'm sick because I got to sound half human. And as it is, I sound like Fran Drescher right now. Uh, (laughs) So, oh my God, I really, oh my God, Mr. Shaffer, I like really sound like her right now. Like, oh my God. (laughs) Oh, no. I don't like it. Oh my God speak for yourself my venn diagram has gotten further and further uh, you're that you're doing venn diagrams now that should be interesting all right so on that note good luck we're all counting on you have a wonderful start to the year and i will see you in the funny papers bye Doggone it, people like me. I'm thinking maybe you're a Jersey She was looking so fine with a hip so curved. Ooh. I want to over down to see sideways, and I've always walked at the end of the day. Hey, hold up, got a, situation. got a conversation from the girl's generation. Ooh. She's hot like a girl next door with a tickle, biddies that I can't ignore. by. Who fuck starts a conversation like that? I just sat down. I'd be a boss,